0: Powered by
1: Riverside
0: It is week fifteen, and time for another week of Pick'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike. Dave is out this week, but it is Mikey and I here, ready to give you our humble opinion on what is an incredible slate of games. I think we have for the ten that we're going to talk about. Mike, how are you this week?
1: I'm doing good. I think Dave's on the IR this week, uh, but we'll uh, we'll let him give him a little bit of slack, right?
0: Should we really expose why he's not here? Uh,
1: I mean, would he be mad?
0: Do we give a shit?
1: No, if you're going to say yes, I was going to say
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dave forgot that he made a video game date with one of his friends tonight. Understandable. You're letting him off way too easy. I know. It's not like we don't record on the same night every week for the past 15 weeks, but we'll let him slide. He's got to have his play date. I like uh, Mike to some bad news. Our results last week, two weeks in a row. I went five and nine still over 500 record of 86 and 73. Mike, you went three and nine. 74 and 62 with a parlay Dave was the only one With a semi-respectable showing At 6 and 7 He's 75 and 68 Three sicko teasers though Have hit as a show For the year 234 and 204 Four parlay slash teasers Have hit So (sighs) all in all We're still doing okay we're going through that that lull of the season. We gotta we gotta hit that high note just as we're going into postseason. So let's see if we can figure it out. Let's see if we can stay on sides here and get ourselves on to a victory. Let's not fumble the bag. We don't need any more drops. All right,
1: yeah, I am, I am, I am. You said it earlier. You said we will humbly, humbly come in here and and say our picks. Uh, I feel like that my record is following the Chiefs' losses, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going on there, but definitely humbling experience last week because how many, how many uh, insane uh, upsets did we have last week?
0: So many, freaking
1: crazy. It was insane. So many, man.
0: And so, then we had, you know, where we thought that the Dolphins were going to cover right? because, um, and they couldn't. Like that was a game of just implosion on both sides from Tennessee and Miami. Tennessee implodes, then Miami decides to do the exact same thing. I don't understand what Vic Fangio's defense was doing in that game. But that that was the one that hurt most for me. Sitting there watching that one on Monday night. A
1: tough one, it was tough.
0: Yeah, big spread. They they had it. They had to make a stop. Tennessee, their first road win in two years.
1: Holy shit!
0: <laughs>
1: what a way to do it. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it wasn't. Uh, I'm not mad that they lost though, because that definitely uh, tightens some things up in the AFC a little bit. So,
0: hundred yep. percent. All right, we've got football on Thursday. Let's go. Three games on Saturday, those exclusively on NFL Network. Love it. And bunch of games on Sunday. And then of course Monday night. So four nights of football this weekend. Woohoo, baby. Let's jump into Thursday night. Chargers are five and eight against the Raiders, who are also five and eight. Justin Herbert, done for the year with a finger injury, but Vegas favored by three here a whopping 34 the total mike kick us off
1: yeah i'm going to kick us off with um saying that i had no idea that herbert even got injured last week until i looked at my fantasy football uh playoff schedule today where i i'm i'm playing danda um and i had a blank uh, i had an ir quarterback in there and dan said nothing to me the entire weekend <laughs> I had, I had to pick up Jared Goff the last minute. I got Trevor, but uh, he's going against Baltimore this week. But that's pretty uh, that's pretty shitty on your part, Danda, especially sneaking in that way.
0: Would you expect anything less in the playoffs?
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Congratulations on sneaking in because five weeks ago I told you you were insane. Hey, let's go to this Chargers game, Chargers-Raiders conference game. Obviously going to be a close one. All of the AFC West games are close, no matter who plays. Um, It is interesting with Herbert being out. Uh, Easton Stick is going to make his uh, first appearance uh, with the Chargers. Um, He actually was North Dakota State Danda. He won three NCAA FCS championships while he was uh, at North Dakota State. It's pretty impressive. Um, You know, first start. I think he looked decent. Uh, last game, whenever Herbert did go out, uh, his, his stats look pretty good. Um, but I'll tell you what, we're at the, we're at the time of the season where it's really the, the teams that still have, you know, something in it that are going to play that extra. Um, and I think with that being said, uh, with, with uh, Easton stick starting that, um, I think the Raiders are going to take this one. So I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Raiders minus three at home, man.
0: You dug deep for some of those stats there.
1: I did. I, I'm prepared. I'm, you, prepared to say this.
0: you went real deep. Well, this is one that we are all on the same page. Um, with Herbert being done, the Chargers, I was already close to putting a pin in them with Herbert. Without Herbert, I'll gladly take it, as they are the Chiefs Week 18 matchup. Um I think they are just preparing for the arrival of Bill Belichick at this point there in Los Angeles. Give me Oops. the Raiders minus three. Dave also with the Raiders minus three. Saturday nooner. The Saturday slate will follow your normal slate uh, for time slots. A noon, a 330, and then a 715. Again, all of these games exclusively on NFL Network, unless they are in your home market we'll start it off nooner the somehow seven and six vikings at the seven and six Bengals. cincinnati favored by three and a half 39 and a half the total here mike i will warn you dave and i once again on the same page on this one scary to see but josh dobbs is uh that shine has worn off and um uh, I don't know what they're going to do up there this week. Um, The Bengals have looked very good with Browning as a quarterback, and it's hard to go against that, uh, especially with them at home. Dave and I both, Cincinnati, minus three and a half in this football game. What do you have?
1: Yeah, so this is what I've kind of learned over the last two to three weeks. I think that we've gotten to this point in the season where there's enough film out there uh, to look at teams and, and to expose those gaps. And I'm just saying to myself at this point now, if 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 it's a flip them in my head, and I can't take the over and under, I'm just gonna take the the positive here. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Vikings with the points, um, and and hopefully they just squeak one out.
0: I think what uh, what makes me go the other way on this is you got the quarterback instability for the Vikings, and Jefferson came back last week and went out again. I don't believe he's going to play again with a chest injury, and that's a big loss for that football team. For sure. 3.30 Saturday again on NFL Network. These are some pretty good games on Saturday, by the way. 7-6 and six Steelers at the 7-6. and six. Colts, Gardner, Minshew, back at home. These two teams, uh, Dave wrote down on his note, and I very much agree with this. Uh, these two teams can score some points if they want to. They can also sit there and just smother you on the defense. Mitch Trubisky at quarterback for the Steelers uh, might make some questionable questionable plays like on fourth and two where he throws a deep ball to the beer vendor. Uh, but we know what Gardner can uh, really just rodeo cowboy that offense as well. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half in this game, but I'm also going to take the over because the Colts this year are nine and four uh, uh, with the over under Dave has the over 42 in this football game. Mike.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to follow suit. I'm going to go over 42. I think we do have a little bit of cowboy action. Hopefully the Steelers can figure out their offense because they've just been dismal the last few weeks, but um. I don't know. I don't know if anything changes for them, to be honest with you, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna ride that over with you guys.
0: Did you not watch the game last Thursday night where the over hit before the first half ended?
1: Oh, uh, that's true. This is very true.
0: That was Let's de- ra- That was oh, de-
1: it, That was devastating to some.
0: <laughs> oh very. <laughs> very. Let's <laughs> wrap up the Saturday slate. 715 NFL Network, the seven and six Broncos. At the fumbling, the bag nine and four lions. What the fuck is happening in Detroit? No one seems to know right now. Detroit favored by four and a half, 47 and a half The total here, Mike. You get to go first on this one.
1: So what's what's the line? The lions are minus four and a half. Four and a half, and it's in Detroit. In Detroit. Okay. Yeah, I think, man, I've been waiting for Detroit to kind of jump back on that, that train that they had earlier in the season. Um, but man, they just, they have just looked terrible uh, as of late, but you know, we're getting into that playoff, playoff atmosphere. Um, you know, we're, we're going for seating right now, as far as the NFC, um, they're still right it right there in it um, yeah I'm gonna go ahead and I hate to write it but I'm gonna go ahead and hit those lions at minus four and a half I've been burnt on them for a couple of weeks now but I'm gonna say they come through this week thoughts stand
0: So would it surprise you if I told you that the Lions have given up 29 point eight points a game in their last five yeah. That's looking like the Lions at the beginning of last season where their offense was incredible, but their defense was dog shit. Yep. The Bears embarrassed them last week. It that was. I went back and watched the game. I know we were at Arrowhead while it was actually happening. I went back and watched it during the Sunday night game. That was abysmal performance by those Lions. And I want to say that they're going to bounce back, and I think I did say that this was a good bounce back week for them last week. This has to be, but the the Broncos have been much more consistent than even the Bears have been. So I'm going to go a double dip once again on this one. Give me Denver plus four and a half and the over in this game. Dave has the over 47 and a half. Mike with the Detroit minus four and a half. We're half. We're we're kind of all over on this game. Let's. Good one to watch. Good this one was, to watch to what, wrap up your Saturday was, date night. Let's
1: go win, Danda.
0: So one of us good. will win. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a good thing right now. Five and eight Bears at the eight and five Browns Sunday at noon on Fox. Cleveland in this game favored by three and a half. Surprising total here of 37 and a half for this one. You know, I, I mentioned it in the last game. The Bears just... Dummied the Lions last week. And uh, the past couple weeks, it's worked out pretty well for me to ride the Bears. Um, hard not to. Justin Fields is playing some of the best football of his career right now. In Dave's notes that he sent to me, in all caps, he says, The Bears are back. Fields is who I want. 3-0 and against the spread since he came back from injury. It's hard to argue that. I've got to ride that. Give me the Bears plus three and a half. Dave has the same.
1: You know what I think, Danda?
0: What? What?
1: So, I feel like this season is the revenge of the shitty teams. Agreed. Like, the last four or five weeks have been just ridiculous with underperforming teams beating uh, overperforming teams. The Patriots... A couple mm-hmm. of weeks back, the Browns, uh, the Browns, um, I'm sorry, the uh, Broncos, um, mm-hmm. Bears, the Giants, all of those shitty teams have just been competing. Um, bears being one of them. Um, but I can't argue with you guys. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and ride them. I'm going to ride. I'm ride them Bears. Let's <laughs> let's get it.
0: We are either going to have a really bad week or a really incredible week as a show through these first five. I hope we're happy. (laughs) But I like it. I mean, when you're going with the tape that's been given to you, it's hard not to make the picks that we're making tonight. Like you said earlier, we're at that point of the season where there is enough film out on each team. I I know I can speak for Dave and I. We watch pretty much every football game. If we don't watch it on Sunday, it's watched Monday and Tuesday. Um, NFL Plus has this great thing where they can condense a whole game down to about 35 minutes. Love they it. They cut out all the fluff. It's great to watch. And, you know, we watch it, and it, it's hard to argue what we're putting out. Sometimes we have bad weeks, like we've had the last couple. But I think our picks are sound with that. This next one, it's at noon on Fox. Unfortunately, this was flexed out of Monday night football game. Due to one team being an absolute disaster shit show. But the eight and five Chiefs at the three and ten Patriots, Kansas City by nine and a half, 37 the total here Mike I'll let you kick off because I have a lot to say on this one
1: all right uh well first of all going back to your comment about watching the condensed games that's freaking amazing I did not even go back and watch the full game of the Chiefs I couldn't um I wanted to throw up every time I thought about it um I that's one of those experiences that I'll never forget and I never want to relive that is it was awful it made me want to throw up dude so the Chiefs (laughs) i I'm just not sure um uh, what's going on with the Chiefs. I think that I think that New England has been able to play teams pretty competitively. What's the status of Belichick right now? He's parting ways, but is he still with the team actually coaching?
0: Yes, he is still with the team. Uh last I read they're not going to do anything till the end of the year. Which I, I think he's earned that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um Oh, man, the the Chiefs have just been playing close game after close game. Again, New England, who did they beat a couple of weeks ago on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football? They beat a team they weren't supposed to beat that was in the playoff hunt.
0: They Uh, beat Pittsburgh on Thursday night.
1: Yeah, Thursday night, but a couple of weeks ago, they they won against another really great team. I'm going to take New England in the points here. I just, Belichick is always just a master um, of scheming. And to your point and my point earlier, there's so much film out there right now that shows so many vulnerabilities for the Chiefs. They're going to continue to double-team Kelsey. They're going to continue to triple-team Kelsey. Um, And uh, if Carl Scheffner is is, is doing that game, I, I might not even watch it.
0: No, he will be in New Orleans this weekend.
1: Thank God.
0: All right, so we did put a Carl alert on last week's game, and and I want to take a somewhat different position than a lot of Chiefs' kingdom on this. Tony was offsides. I do not have a problem necessarily with the call. What I have a problem with, and many have done this, where they went through the game, He lined up in the same position on a minimum of six plays throughout that football game. I have a problem that the other five weren't called. I have a problem that on the sixth time it happened, that's where it was called. I understand these referees are human. They're going to make errors. Some of them egregious. From a referee perspective, you can't pick up the flag once you've thrown it, even though it was an incredible play. And if it was an incomplete pass, none of us would be talking about it. But again, I have a problem with the consistency of it, that that is when you chose to throw that flag. You throw that in the first quarter, the the problem solves itself, and we're not talking about the officiating of a National Football League game for the Kansas City Chiefs two weeks in a row. I do have a problem with the way that Mahomes reacted with the conversation with Josh Allen after the game. Josh didn't need to hear that. I do not have a problem with their response to the media. I think that that was deserved, and I'm pretty sure that every man in that locker room will pay that fine for both of them. But that is my problem with that game last week. If you also watched other games, Jalen Waddle. Lined up in the exact same position. No call. I absolutely hate Terry McCauley on NBC where he pointed out that it was a point of emphasis that offensive offside has been called 11 times this year. Take that out of context. Eight of those are on tush pushes. It is not a common call. It is the first time in Andy Reid's history as a head coach on an offensive play that call has been made. Was it the correct call? Yeah. He was off. But I have a problem with throwing that late in the fourth instead of early in the game to correct it then. That being said, Kansas City has to bounce back this week. And Dave and I are on the same page. This is a pivotal week for the Chiefs. You have a one-game lead in your division. It's time to take care of business with four to go. You're going to be playing very well to the end. You've got three division games or two division games in those next four against the Raiders, and you wrap up with the Chargers. It's time to nut up. The one seed is not out of reach yet, but it's getting close. Kansas City, minus 9.5 for both Dave and I. Love it. Dave, or Mike, and I'll, I'll give you time to make any rebuttals to what I said if you want. If not, we can move on.
1: No, I totally agree with everything you said. I think it is nut up or shut up this game. But uh, I think nine and a half points is a really, really, really big spread uh, this far in the season against the Belichick team. So that's where I, I'm not, I, I think the Chiefs do win, though.
0: Where I'm going on this is we're to the point now. And if you've watched Mahomes on Twitter, I've got a feeling that man is about to go scorched earth on some motherfuckers. Five and eight Jets will be at the nine and four Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by eight and a half at noon on Sunday, 39 being the total in this game. Dave and I are split. So Mike, go ahead, kick us off again.
1: Yeah, I think the Dolphins are a lot more vulnerable than what I thought they were. Um, They showed a lot of vulnerability in Germany against the Chiefs. Um, They've, they've, you know, had some injury issues with Waddle and Tyreek and, I mean, Tyreek just shows you how explosive he is. He jumps into a couple of plays after being injured and, you know, um, he gets 50 to 60 yards uh, in a couple of plays and then he's just out, right? Um, but I think that they are vulnerable right now. Um, I did not see that, that game ending in a, uh, a Dolphins loss whatsoever. That was one of the most unbelievable finishes, I think, that I've ever seen, a live game. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, Jets defense always shows up against those main players. So, um, why don't you go ahead and give me those Jets with all those points, man? I, I, all I right, yeah, uh, I think we're gonna the defense will get it done.
0: You and Dave are on the same page here with the Jets plus eight and a half. And Zach Wilson did look incredible last week. There's no way around saying that, but again. Teams that have to bounce back teams that are still very much in the hunt for that coveted bye week in the playoffs. This is where the dolphins have to nut up. You can't have the starts you've had the last two seasons and completely fumble the bag the last six weeks of the year. You can't do that. They have to figure that out as a team. Waddle has to stay healthy. Hill has to stay healthy. They need those weapons. Um, so, this is one that I predict a bounce back at home. Give me Miami minus eight and a half, with both of you having the Jets plus eight and a half. Sir. Game of the week the, the, oh God, the 10 and three Cowboys at the seven and six Bills. 325 on Fox. This is the only game of the week. The whole country is going to see this one. Buffalo favored by two and a half here, 50 and a half being the total. I don't know how Buffalo is favored in this game. I looked it up. I didn't see any weather. It could be because it's in a cold-weather climate, but the way both of these teams have trended this season, I don't know how Buffalo is favored in this game. And the way that Dallas just absolutely kicked the Eagles' face in on national TV... That is hard not to go with the Cowboys, and I'm going to have to do it if Dallas plus two and a half. Dave has the over in this game. Mike?
1: Well, this is one of those 50-50 games that we were talking about earlier. I mean, I as much as it hurts for me to say, the Cowboys are a good team, but I think that there is something to be said about being in Buffalo, uh in that cold climate. Um, but to me it's a coin flip. It really is. It depends on which team shows up for which team. Uh the Bills have been known to you know, get confidence and then strike off four or five, six games in a row. Um, it's really tough. So I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and take the points here at plus two and a half for the Cowboys and until they do something dumb again, uh, you know, I, I, I have some confidence in them right now.
0: It pains me to say that I have confidence in that football team, but I do. The The tape has shown that you kind of have to. Now, will they fall apart in the playoffs? Yeah, they're going to fall apart in the playoffs. Just because I want to watch Jerry cry. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday Night Football, the 10-3 and three Ravens at the 8-5 and five Jaguars, Baltimore by 3.5. 43.5, the number here. Dave is uh, on the under in this football game, and I'm back to Goldilocks. Minus 3.5, I'm going to stand by till I go to my grave that the Ravens are frauds. And this is a good prove-it game for them. So give me the Jags minus three and a half.
1: Yeah. Um, whew, good old Goldilocks. Um, yeah, I mean, 43 and a half, I think, is a lot of points for these two teams. Um, I think that you probably see a lot of running in this game. Um, probably see the defenses really step up. Probably a lot of time off the clock too. Maybe a, a long long drives here and there. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and just take the under. I don't know who wins in this game. I would say if it was in Baltimore, I'd definitely take Baltimore. Um the Jags, I think the points are about where they should be. Um so just give me give me the under. The defenses show up here. Um and and we we get a little bit of a boring game.
0: Jags plus money. I love it. But you guys on the under, I completely understand it. It is a primetime game. All right, let's wrap it up. Monday night football 10 and three Eagles at the six and seven Seahawks on ABC. I think this is going to be a hell of a football game. Philly favored by three and a half out there on the West Coast, 47 and a half the total. It's Monday night. I'm back to my bullshit. Give me the under 47 and a half. Dave has Philly minus three and a half. Mike, how are you going to split this?
1: Yeah, I'm going to split it by taking something that neither one of you took. Um, you know what? Screw it. I got to go with your under, man. That is a lot of points for a primetime game. Let's go under that 47 and a half points. I was, I was actually going to take the Hawks plus three and a half here, but, um, yeah, let's do let's do that.
0: Let's do the under. I would understand it if you did. But with that those are the 10 game picks that we have for this week 15. Let's get into our very special bets and I'm going to kick it off with Dave Sicko teaser of the week. It's a plus 7 teaser. Plus 250 is your odds. Here they are. We're going to buy the Buccaneers up to plus 10 and a half the Jets up to 15 and a half we're going to buy down the Chiefs to minus one and a half we're going to buy down the total in the Cowboys game to over 43 and a half and we're going to buy up the Giants to plus 13 in quotes Derek Carr sucks is what Dave put Carl is down in referee in that game Carl alert there Mike, what's our drunk bet of the week?
1: Yeah, I want to hear yours first. I want I want to be persuaded.
0: Oh, persuaded? All right. We've got a nice line this week, folks. Plus 1600. Let's get that bread. Five picks all money line. Give me the Colts. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bears. Give me the Cowboys, and give me the Chiefs. Did that persuade you?
1: No, I'm still sticking with my lazy, lazy dick <laughs> pick of the week.
0: There. Plus one hundred four thirty-five legs.
1: <laughs> Man, I need a hit, brother. I need a hit. Um, give me those Dolphins money line. Give me the Chiefs money line. Give me the Raiders money line against those Chargers. Give me the Texans against the Titans um, as my underdog pick of the week. And uh, that's going to roll up uh, plus 466, and that's 56.69. So give me that lazy, lazy, wet noodle pick, and let's win it.
0: Super soft. Need but that's win. how we like it, Mikey. Need a win. Before we go. I do want to do something we've actually never done here before. And I do want to dedicate this episode to a dear friend of ours that could use some thoughts and prayers from everyone. So we're going to have a good week of picks, but uh, this one was for you, RT. But
1: uh, 100% brother, we love you.
0: With that, this has been another edition of Pick'Em with Dan, Dave, and Mike. We will talk to you all next week for week 16. Have a great night.